0: soccer news For insight that excels For expert analytics You better go somewhere else Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast Enjoy it now Cause it probably won't last just prove they cover it all They'll discuss everything except football Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast
1: oh shit <laughs> sorry <laughs> i didn't see that i'm like hey that's me hey welcome to season three episode 15 <laughs> of the portland vanity soccer podcast my name is
2: josh and i'm coming to you from westland <laughs> oregon
0: you really my bad gentlemen
3: it's jonathan <laughs> i did hold on wait let me switch this up no, real let's quick. just hold roll
2: on. just
1: keep going keep going who cares Hey, uh, this is, is, is Greg in
3: Northwest Portland. <laughs> this is Jonathan in Northeast Portland.
1: Randy in Northeast Portland.
2: Yay. Okay, so guess what's coming up this episode, guys? What? What is it? We have some, maybe some super exciting news. I don't know. Maybe Jonathan will talk about it in a few minutes. We will go over Portland versus Seattle. I don't even know what happened to, in that game, so that could be cool to talk about. We, I heard there was an amazing TIFO. And there's a little bit of protesting drama. Hey
1: Josh, do, yes. can you take off the AM radio filter?
2: Do I have is it <laughs> do I sound that way? Oh yeah. <laughs> do you, I sound you, monotone? You do, yes.
1: You sound like you're recording in a shoebox in a closet.
2: Really? I don't understand. It's all my settings are the same they always are. Hmm.
3: Okay. All right. Is anyone drinking a beverage? Yeah, is there anyone drinking, I'm drinking a beverage for Prince Middle or
0: uh, I don't have one now.
3: I have a beer review for Mark
0: Prince Metal. Let's hear it. Beer review for Mark and literally no one else. The beer I am reviewing for Mr. Mark Prince Metal is the beer that he bought me at the match on Friday. <laughs> Nice. I Ooh. saw him uh, before the match started, and I told him he owed me a beer because I'm the only person who's ever written a jingle for him. And of, <laughs> co- of course I was joking, but he showed up ten minutes later with a beer. I have no idea what the beer was, but it was cold, and it was delicious, and it was free. So, Mark, thank you for the beer, and in return, I owe you one at the next match.
3: Aww.
1: Wait, w- when was the last match? Cold free beer is, a, is always good. <laughs>
3: uh, I am drinking... A Fiore Spritz from Straightaway Cocktails, uh, in uh, right near Toffee Club. It's very good. Cool. What, what's Straightaway Cocktails? What is that? They do like pre-made cocktails, and the their marketing is very hip, and it's actually really good. We we okay. go there pretty regularly, and they're one of the few alcohol delivery services featured on Uber Eats.
1: So wait, they they do pre-made. What do you mean, like in a can or a bottle or
3: something? Uh, both. Uh, the ones that I am drinking are in a can, which are a lower ABV, which they can legally deliver. And then they do make full-on spirits uh, or mixed drinks uh, in, in bottles that they do not sell on Uber Eats, but you can go get them. They're, it's super fun. It's really good. They do food pairings. It's very obnoxiously hip uh, and and tasty. So Sounds it's like a, a lot of
1: fun. It's a, um, It's like a bar too
3: yes you can go there and drink all of their stuff and they're very loose with the uh with the tasting so if you're like hey i just want to try a sample of this they'll start pouring samples where like you don't need to buy any actual beverages so this episode of portland vanity soccer podcast (laughs) is brought to you by straightaway cocktails they're really good so if you go to a match uh go to uh toffee club and watch a match you can just leave and go to straightaway
1: you said their marketing was really hip. And so that's probably why I didn't hear about it. Cause I'm not hip.
3: Yeah. I mean, you have a bad hip, but the, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> no,
2: new replacement.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, him. Replacement, Shoot bad him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah well, anyway, started. let's get to it. Yeah. So just one more quick plug for the upcoming PVSP watch party and live recording. We will all be there. That will be this Wednesday, August 31st at 6 p.m. for the match against Austin. We will be at Goal, which is formerly 442, which is on at 1739 Southeast Hawthorne. And we're going to get there a little bit early. And if you want to get there a little bit early too, you're more than welcome to, to, to have some beverages. To note, it is all ages until 8 p.m. So if you are under 21 and want to come hang out for most of the match, you're welcome to do so. We are going to have merch giveaways, shirts, pins, stickers, posters, all the fun stuff that's going to make Randy finally quit the podcast. They are going to have <laughs> drink specials, uh, and they're also, if you are uncomfortable with uh, being indoors with people due to pandemic and and monkeypox, then uh, there is some outdoor seating Oh, available. my God. So, Oh, my God. What, Josh?
2: I'll bring extra tinfoil if anyone needs a hat.
3: Well, anyway, come hang out with us and uh, let Josh know that you don't appreciate him in real life as opposed to just listening to him on a podcast.
1: <laughs> Do I have to go all the way to Gold to let him know that?
2: No, I already uh, know. No. You tell me. Okay. Daily. okay. <laughs> you've, you've told me enough. I I've, I've figured it out.
0: <laughs> Should we get to what we are actually releasing this special episode for?
3: Bing, bang, yes. bing.
0: Your Portland Timbers are the 2022 Cascadia Cup champions.
3: Oh
0: <laughs> yeah! Oh
1: my god! Whoa. All I have <laughs> all kinds of fun sound stuff I could give you to drop into this episode if you if we weren't releasing it half an hour after we get done recording.
3: <laughs> I okay, time, send think send me some stuff. I think the the noise is Bing perfect. Bong. I mean, that's, that's what it sounded, like. <laughs> it sounded like. Uh, who
1: all went? I went, I was there. I did not go. Uh,
3: <laughs> I did not go.
1: I met a fan on the, the pod in the wristband line. I believe if I remember correctly, his name might've been Locke. Um, and, uh, he's a fan of the pod. So there you go.
2: Well, is yeah. he coming hey. on Wednesday or not? Um, I th- I think he is. I'm not
1: sure. We'll look for he him. Better. Um, but yeah, you he, he overheard Sarah mentioning the Sarah Nelson mentioning the, the live episode and that's how he knew Well, I, was, I wasn't strutting around going, hey, I'm part of a podcast. PVSP check us
3: out. Hey, look You're at like, me. I'm on my
2: own shirt.
1: Yeah
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm on my own shirt. Randy, You need to wear <laughs> that shirt to the actual recording uh, Wednesday without I't I, uh,
1: I haven't seen the shirts yet, so uh, huh okay. I mean, I have my specially made Burnley shirt that should be arriving probably <laughs> yes. while we're recording this. So, Did you not What are you guys going to wear? <laughs> so.
2: I have a one-off PBSB shirt that I'm going to wear.
1: Is it the one with my face on it? Yes. Do you want me to bring that tank top, that, that
2: horrible <laughs> tank talk that you made me? Well, maybe you can sign it and give it away to someone. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Oh, my. Sign it.
0: You use
1: give that it as away. a
2: bar, bar rag.
1: You, um, <laughs> you can't give away
0: Gretchen's pajamas like that.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually have the same pajamas uh, with Randy. I go to bed with Randy every night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, man. Uh, that game. Um, so, yeah, we won. And it's the uh, first time we've won since five years, which was the first time we won. Apparently, we do it every five years, which I had not realized until now.
3: Which is honestly a pretty bad record. Yes, it is. It's very bad. Yeah, it is.
1: We've had a, ha- so... a habit of blowing it in the past when it should have been like w- real easy for us. I know we've done that at least twice where um, it was in our hands and we only had to beat like Vancouver and I think that happened to us twice. I think in 2016
0: it. we only didn't have to lose to Vancouver by three goals, and we end up losing four to one or something like <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone,
3: so let's talk about our our predictions here. So, with a two-one win, Portland over Seattle. Uh, I predicted a four-to-two win. Gre- oh, I, Jonathan, uh, Greg predicted a three-to-two win. Randy predicted a two to two draw, and Josh predicted a zero to zero draw. And so, since by the I way, am the I Arb-
1: Jonathan is the name of Jonathan's one man show off Broadway.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, since I am the arbiter of in the moment decisions, I, I will say that I believe that Greg is the cor- uh, is the most correct and had the spirit of the game.
1: Mm, I, I'm gonna I say you're
3: so you. wrong.
1: Who <laughs> of course you're wrong. Who, you think I, yours is I'm better? Much closer. Yeah, mine's closer. No, uh, we had a shit that penalty yeah, mathematically. Kick was, that penalty kick was not a real penalty kick. Um How is and, it not a real penalty kick? I mean, they took it, that was not a penalty. That should not have been a penalty. Well <sighs> yes, it, well, it was. I mean it, they called it, but it, it was it was one of the you go around in the uh, MLS groups today, there's two, you know, everyone's everyone's mad about the, there's two, and not just fans, we're talking, you know, people that write things. Um, there are two references to horrible VAR calls, usage of VAR. One is the offside goal that wasn't, or that, that was allowed in the Cincinnati-Ohio um, match. And the second one is the... Extremely soft uh, penalty that was not really a penalty in the Seattle Timbers match.
3: Greg, why feel, is Randy wrong?
0: I, you know, uh, yeah, of course, there's no way to know how things would have been different had that penalty not been taken. It butterfly effect, whatever. It feels like the Timbers were in complete control for. 80 plus minutes of that. That's match. true. That's true. I feel like no matter what universe we're in, 70 minutes sp- spin the wheel, another goal happens. Even if that's not called right there, the ball bounces, the ball is rebounded, the ball's thrown back in the mixer. We're getting a goal regardless.
1: Yeah. Seattle, I don't know if you guys have been watching a lot of Seattle games. They had some t- bad luck like they've been having. They've been, um, of course, they did back off and sort of because you remember i figure it was like at the 60th or 70th minute i can't remember but they um at some point we were bossing them around and then it, they it looked like they we just realized that oh they're not going to come out and challenge us so so we just started passing around the back to each to ourselves because seattle was so listless um
0: so yeah we really, really, really benefited from Christian Roldan being out with an injury. Uh, he's responsible for a lot of their buildup through the middle, and he was not available. And I think that was much to their detriment and our benefit. I sat next to a guy who
1: kept yelling, lesser Roldan, anytime he was involved in anything.
0: <laughs> when uh, What's his name? Alex? Is that yeah, yeah. his little brother's name? Yeah. That's funny. It was pretty uh, funny on this match So Gio, I don't know about you guys, but it felt to me he rolled out the 3-4-2-1, three, 3 in the back again. It felt to me like the last few matches he was tinkering to get ready for the Seattle match. Well, like, I mean,
1: we 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 screwed the pooch on the SKC game and he rolled out that line out at the half cuz the first half lineup completely blew it. So I don't know that that was that he was tinkering. It was like, well, you guys you guys. Uh Mabiala, fan ranking, you guys suck. You're out. We're gonna do- figure out
0: how to do it without you. So Gio starts Ivachic and goal, McGraw Zoop and Tuoloma across the back line, uh Bravo, Williamson, Diego, and Moreno, uh with Blanco and Jimmy ahead of them, and Aspria as the striker, which when I saw that initially, I was like, Wait, really? Didn't the Aspria as a striker experiment fail? And then I just remember Asprey shows up against Seattle. I don't know what it is, but he just does.
1: Yeah. Asprey is good at defense too. He does a lot of defensive stuff that you don't see from a person like Nizgoda.
0: Absolutely. And that plays into something else that I noticed about the actual play style of the Timbers on this, on this day. Sure. Seattle's not a great team right now, but the Timbers were an absolute masterclass in the counter press in this match. They used Esprit's strengths. They used Moreno's strengths. Um, It's honestly one of the strengths I felt Brian Fernandez had, but obviously that didn't work out. Um, We just clogged the midfield, would not let them string anything together. They were desperate to get the ball to Ladero, absolutely desperate to get it up to Rui Diaz, and we would not let it happen. We'd clog the midfield, force a turnover, and next thing you know, we're a count. Counter uh, counterattacking and the counterpress is my absolute favorite style of football and I was so excited to see this happen.
1: Hmm. So counterpress means I, I guess maybe I have a, a the the wrong classification of that. Whenever I think of counterattack, I think of like uh you know something that goes wrong and then there's a long ball over the top and we or then when there's like a big long breakaway. Um
0: right that's the counter counter pressing is moving your line of what do they call it it's not line of engagement but anyway it's it's the it's line not the
1: pomo line is it no it's not
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh you, you move you move the line at which you engage with them to try to force a turnover up okay. a little higher up the field so you're not counter countering from the back you're countering from the midfield
1: oh see i learned something on my own podcast today Okay. Excellent. Yeah,
0: that was uh, that was a lot
1: of fun to watch. We definitely um, clogged up the midfield and stole a bunch of balls from those guys and just harassed them endlessly.
0: Jonathan, did you get to watch? Even though you weren't there,
3: no, it was not a um, football watching evening for me. Unfortunately. Fair enough. Uh, You had stuff going on. We get it. Yeah, the, uh, I did I did drink copious amounts of booze. It was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, awesome. but how's that different than usual? Uh, that's a fair question. Uh, it's really not.
0: Well, <laughs> I'm going to drink to Casey right now, so.
3: Hey, three cheers. <laughs> Craig um, doesn't
1: need an excuse to drink. Come on. Yeah. <laughs>
3: the- the the, the one-minute break from this match, uh, the so we did... Casey uh, had her uh, a- end-of-life procedure on Friday. It was actually quite uh, professional and nice. They come to the house, they do it in the house, and then they brought that dude. Thank you again, Randy, for agreeing to, to come help out. Um, but they uh, carried Casey out. It was very nice, and in true Casey fashion, um, they they give like a tranquilizer to, to knock the them out before they administer like the lethal dose of whatever the, the pill cocktail is or the IV cocktail. And she required two and a half the regular dose to get actually knocked out because she was like too like she's a fighter. Um, and the first dose is supposed to be good enough to knock out an animal that's two hundred pounds and uh, within five minutes. And we were almost fifteen minutes into the first dose, and she was still up walking around, doing shit, eating treats. Um, so it was like, oh god damn it. Um, but we went and picked up Aziz from dog daycare, and then uh, went to Cannon Beach and hung out with some friends. Uh, And then came back yesterday and today is actually the worst day so far, just because I think Aziz finally realizes something is actually wrong. And so he's a little bit bummed. So I've been giving him extra treats. So he's gonna be really fat.
1: Today's episode of uh, the Portland Bummer Soccer Podcast yeah. is brought to you by Compassionate Care Home Pet <laughs> 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 credential. Yay! Hey.
3: Is um, it okay if I cut this
1: part
0: out because this is supposed to be a celebration episode? Oh, no. no, let's leave it in. Let's go. Okay. Um,
1: cool. yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: One last thing uh, that's not specifically game related—that was I manufactured my own controversy in a Facebook chat with uh, the lovely gentleman on this podcast about <laughs> Sebastian Blanco. <laughs> And how I was angry that on Wednesday of last week, prior to the match, he was posting pictures of himself with his wife on a boat having some type of, you know, vacation. And uh, I'm thinking in my head, (laughs) what kind of bullshit is that, man? Yeah. You are playing the biggest match of the year for the Timbers so far, and you haven't like like are playing well so what on earth are you doing besides not like you should be training you should be at the field right now kicking and practicing and blah 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 and not only yeah, do I still feel like out. I'm yeah I'm morally correct uh, I oh am God. clearly very wrong uh, for said result because it was a very yummy goal that he scored <laughs> <laughs> it's like the covid controversy all over
2: again <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. More. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ooh, Man, they, this uh, is like they the they only to, time you know you can go all, to like go ahead. You say like the only time that all three of you have ever agreed together against me was that moment and it was a great.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's recap all the amazing things that happened. Uh, we finally broke the curse of beating Seattle at home. We won the Cascadia Cup first time since 2017, and we may have knocked Seattle out of the playoffs before the playoffs started.
1: now
3: What? You don't think, Randy?
1: No, I mean, w- whether or not they make the playoffs doesn't have anything to do with us. Uh, they still have a game in hand on us anyway. So, and they were. They're... Yeah, but
0: it'd be a lot easier if they had three points right now. Well, sure. Yeah.
1: But uh, this isn't the. This is not the thing that's breaking Seattle, they've been broken for a
3: while.
0: It broke their spirits.
3: Yeah. What? So I was watching somewhere that Schmetzer did his post game and he's usually very optimistic. And apparently this time he was extremely like save his job mode. Did you guys watch that?
0: No. Was he clicking his pen the whole time? <laughs>
3: yeah. Just Cooking like his pen or flapping <laughs> that notebook. like. So Here's here's a, a hypothetical question for you guys because, uh, believe it or not, we do have uh, some friends of ours that live in Seattle that listen to this podcast and are huge Sounders fans. Is sacrificing the season to win CCL worth it? Yes. And my answer is 100% yes. Yes. So Josh, yes?
2: I completely agree.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely yes.
3: Randy, yes? Yes. And I don't even think Greg?
0: it's a matter. Yeah. Yeah, CCL is a big deal. Like I don't it's, want to give Seattle any credit at all, but Right. it's a big deal.
2: And Yeah, and they're the first team to do it. They didn't, yeah. you know, it's you,
0: in the modern iteration. So yeah, the yeah, modern, that's true.
1: Um, that's a thing And that, we, and that sucks,
0: should, but good for them.
1: Um yeah, it's they don't have to they didn't have to sacrifice their season to do this. That game, I mean, that match was over months and months and months ago. And, you know, there were no like uh, season ending injuries at that match. And so the two are not mutually exclusive.
2: Well, we sacrificed our season for the Cascadia Cup. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Us winning the Cascadia Cup might have saved our season because yes. this is the kind of win that galvanizes yeah. a team. We did a similar thing last year, and that's what earned us a home Cup match. Yeah. Was that stretch? Yeah. Is this the and kind guess- of
1: thing that galvanizes a team, like beating another team seven to two? Is
2: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Did you see um, Austin's last game? Oh, that oh,
1: I did not get a chance to watch it, but uh, the fact that they beat LAFC four to one is delicious. Yeah. And especially, it's what's really bizarre is LAFC is ahead of Austin still, correct? Yes. Yes. And every announcer was like, this is a, they're, they're making a huge deal out of this. I mean, it's an upset, sure, but they're like, this is, you know, like it's, like some kind of uh, second coming. No, like, you know, it's like, oh my God, this is, they really have to sit down and take stock of the whole organization or, you know what I mean? Like the, like they're, they're playing it up to be, much more than what it is, which is just a a loss to a team that's you know in second place. Under yeah, the
2: but team. they didn't play good at all. This is I'm worried about our match.
0: Go on so Wednesday
1: by by our match. You say LAFC because secretly you're an LAFC fan.
2: Yeah, I'm worried about so us. Just, I'm also an Austin fan now too. <laughs> I love I love Matthew McConaughey. <laughs>
3: Hey! All right! I all, do right like all right! Kind of all right! Let's. You.
1: uh hey, You know what was pretty great at the beginning of this match, though. What's that? No, <laughs> no, no, no. What? What, well, well, Randy? What was great it. was the world class tifo. Oh, Gregory,
3: Gregory. <clears throat> no one else. You know, I yeah, sing Greg, Greg song? Greg, no. Greg,
2: Gregory.
0: Gregory. Gregory. <laughs> Greg really didn't do
3: much. I'm so
0: uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, um, well it was great that,
1: the... that was good Tifo, man except uh who did some? does somebody get fired for the the blood unveil what was that directly behind 107 that didn't come off what happened one of the sections didn't go down all the way
0: Oh, I think one was just slower than the rest, but they all eventually made it all the way down. Uh,
1: uh, Reference to The Shining, people, if you didn't get to see it, go look it out. And it was animated as well, which which was a lot of fun.
2: I'm, yeah, it would be a lot cooler if it was lenticular next time, but that would probably be really Giant. hard to set up. Well,
1: you no, know, you know what it should be? It should be old timey um, 3D <laughs> and, uh-huh. and give everybody stereoscopic glasses to
2: wear. <laughs> <laughs> so That's great. Randy's tifo when he designs one.
3: What? Getting into the planning of this TFO and the actual execution of it, and I know you're uncomfortable because I know you're only one piece of many people who work on this, but on this podcast, you are the only person who worked on this. So you represent everyone. Congratulations for being elected. So my question is, how freaking long did that take? Uh, quick
0: correction. Josh actually helped trace. Yeah. So he did yeah. help out with it. <sighs> okay. uh, it so, I don't. I don't yeah, want to talk about. I don't want to yeah, talk about this welcome. too much. Um, the first rule of TIFO is you don't talk about TIFO. Uh, uh, why not? Uh, what the though? fuck are to you answer, talking about it? You just. You just did man. it. To answer yeah, that's qu- the first rule of Fight Club too. To answer your question, <laughs> it took about five weeks, and the reason Dang. why I want to bring that is I just want to highlight. We had the most incredible turnout of volunteers for this one and an incredible turnout of first-time volunteers for this one. People showed up multiple sessions more than I've ever seen – People stayed super late more than I've ever seen. And when it came time to do the actual poll and the test poll, so many brand new people who would never done it before were so excited to show up and help out that it just made all of our jobs so, so, so much easier. So there was a lot of,
1: uh, it was a very simple design, but there was a lot of real estate that you guys had to cover with the carpeting and the blood and uh, all that other stuff. And then the, the center panels. Mm-hmm. Sure was. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Uh huh. that's real
2: that's real cool, huh? Uh-huh. Well, wow. what's, what's the point uh-huh. of Greg? <laughs> behind the scenes info, Greg.
0: There I'm not getting behind the scenes info. Wait, did uh, you wear you a shirt work. when you do?
1: why 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 do you have to hide stuff like that? I mean, it takes a lot of work and everybody knows it. What's the point of being secretive about it? Everybody knows that the sounders send theirs off to like Kinkos and <laughs>
3: <laughs> comes back paid from for them. paid for by but, Delta. But,
1: I mean, geez, man, I get, you don't show pictures of it before, before it goes up, but I don't know. Yeah. That's what
3: I don't understand. No, I don't want you to squeal. So, so the other question is like, we talked very vocally because Amy Cothron did the, the last one, which was the
0: pride. The first of the first of the season.
3: Yeah. So, can you, does, can you say who designed it or is that also a secret?
0: I did not ask him if he's okay with me revealing it.
3: Okay. Okay. That's so right. it is. A so person. it took, yeah. So it took you five weeks to, to actually, you know, execute on this. And then how many test pulls did you do?
0: Uh, it's all done in one night, but the actual like lifting up and putting it down is like three or four times.
3: Jeez, dude,
0: that
2: thing was huge.
1: So yeah, so even the the front parts that were the there were the two reveal panels. You yep. you lifted those up and then lowered them and then reattached everything and lifted them up again.
0: Yes. Ah. <laughs> and you color it all in with markers. It was a pain in the ass, but yes, we did. That's a lot of markers. We had never done one that had a reveal like that before, so we were super nervous on whether or not it would work. Are you sure about that? Pretty sure. I can't remember any. I thought there was... Huh. But we 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 tested a few different methods on how to do it and figured out what we thought was the most reliable one. Um we tested it on a smaller scale in the warehouse before even going in the stadium. Uh, and yeah. Was it well,
3: Velcro?
1: It was Velcro. Oh, come on. Of all the trade secrets, you shouldn't be talking
3: about. <laughs> uh, that was super interesting. The uh, Chris Conrad posted a time-lapse video of it. And it's, it's remarkable how cool that actually was. Which is going to lead into a little bit of the drama that I wanted to discuss, and uh, I like how passionate uh, you were about this, Greg, during our many conversations where we've agreed that I am correct and you are wrong, and uh, <laughs> we. Um, <laughs> but so the ECS folks. Well, before
0: Emeralds, you move in, before it, you, yeah. Before you move into the drama, I just want to say, like, if our listeners are interested in volunteering to do TIFO in the future step one become a 107ist member because your membership uh $25 is what pays the rent and keeps the lights on at the warehouse shop at the no pity van because that is the money that pays for the canvas and the paint and all the supplies. And the third thing, once you've done both of those, is go into your 107ist profile on the website, check the little box that says you want to be notified about TIFO volunteering, and you will get an email every single time we're doing a call-out for volunteers. And we had such exceptional turnout with volunteers this time. We'd love to see that happen more and more and more in the future. Please join us.
3: Yeah, Greg is looking for an intern. There, actually, to so if you want to intern, you can go get Greg his beer when he's sitting there and watching everybody else yeah. work. And um, <laughs> hey.
1: I've, I've painted Tifo a handful of times over the years, um, and uh, one thing I have noticed is when when Greg is there, there's an awful lot of standing around by the door smoking. <laughs>
0: Because when you're not there, I'm on my hands and knees working. <laughs>
3: oh, yes, he is. That, that only happened, uh, Yeah.
1: But to be fair, the smoking only happens. Stand by the door. Smoking only happens when there's a surplus of uh, volunteers at any given session.
3: Wait. So all three of you have been active in uh, working on TIFO. So that's that's. Yeah, I, I
1: wasn't. I didn't have anything to do with it this weekend. Oh, I didn't. Mean, oh, I, I just I pulled, mean I pulled a rope, so that counts. You were a rope puller for which part? Uh, uh like two hundred five. The right center, out, right concourse. in front of my section, actually. The right center out. concourse, the one that said "Welcome to the Civic Hotel." Yeah. Um, hmm. you know, as the mayor of Lower Two Hundred Five, I <laughs> just, I have a. Actually, man, I should get a. I want to get a sash made that says "Mayor Lower yeah. 205. Is, it, is, is that Greg's the
2: mayor position? of Hundred Six?
1: No, it's not an elected position, Jonathan. It's a a dictatorship.
3: Okay, that works.
1: Yeah.
3: Run by a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Josh is a groundling. Yeah. Um, So let's talk really quick about the ECS drama that did happen prior to this match. And Emerald City Supporters is what ECS is. They're the main supporters group. And I guess like Guerrilla FC or whatever um for the seattle sounders and two days before the actual match or so someone in their group released a post on their platforms which was we tried to do a joint um tifo or a joint protest with the the timbers army and we reached out and we were told no which they said they could not understand why uh, given the circumstances, and then uh, after the match, they heavily critiqued the 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 tifo as being tone deaf because it advocated for violence against women, and that, that they were saying it was like, oh, that's case in point. It's like Portland. It's everywhere. It's the front office and the TA. And so, originally, I was very much in line with them, with what they said, they said they reached out and uh, didn't get any type of real response. And a lot of people who I know of who would have been somewhat in the know, didn't even know about it. And I know, Greg, you have a very strong opinion about how that went down. But then the the aftermath of that with them trying to paint The Shining as us advocating for or being pro-violence against women is the dumbest take that I've ever seen so whatever goodwill they had won with me prior to is now completely gone for that stupid take
1: greg are you going to recuse
0: yourself from this conversation no i'm not going to recuse myself i have a whole freaking rant i'm ready to go on as soon as you guys are ready to hear it i want to (laughs) hear listen ecs number one The Shining is a work of frickin' fiction about a guy who is supernaturally possessed. And the only reason it's his wife is because that's the way Stephen King frickin' wrote it. If he wrote it as it was his brother, he'd be trying to kill his brother. So get out of here with that domestic violence bullcrap. Second of all, it's a horror movie. Somebody has to be in danger. And we have been using horror movies for our Tifos Against You for what, six years now? Seven years? So, shut the fuck up right there. And third, Ooh. you do you not have a leg to stand on when you cheer for Freddy fucking Montero.
3: <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> you and are the ones the- who are the ball lickers!
0: Yeah, and for all the people that got, like, super pissed off, like, out the gates, since when do we give a flying fuck what ECS says about anything? And shame on them for using real-life issues, domestic violence covered up by our FO, not our players on the pitch who we were supporting with that TIFO, to effectively dunk on a rival sports team. That is gross, and that belittles Real people who went through real world situations. So go to hell. This is not your little gotcha for the moral high ground. Piss off.
3: Okay. I like the the passion, Greg.
0: Goddamn right, you do. Now, somebody else chime in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was a little bit at
1: first. My take was like, well, I was a little bit surprised that they didn't try to coordinate something together, as we have done in the past with them on different social issues. Um, on Well, on that social issue. Uh, and I thought maybe, you know, as a high profile match, this would have been a time to do that. Um, but then I also thought, well, maybe those guys didn't reach out soon enough. I I, I figured that this uh seattle tifo had probably been in work in the works for quite a long time and so um maybe these guys didn't reach out in time to actually get anything um you know you know by the to get something done
0: well did uh, you see their actual demonstration it was like eight you knew banners and some of them were misspelled in classic seattle so it's effectively what scan's been doing this entire time anyway N K E
2: W.
1: Well, I mean, okay. (laughs) So, I mean, listen. You can't bag on those guys for doing the same thing that scans doing in a a, a match where 107s did nothing. Um, But also, uh, you can't, you know, just because they wanted to do it, doesn't mean we have to do it with them at that particular time.
3: I. It's so, not just
0: a match 107us didn't do it. 107 hasn't been doing it at all this whole time cuz you you swim in the waters you're in and we've been trying to work with the FO to build some of these things and
3: put I don't no I don't, I don't that's th- that answer is grade A bullshit and the reason no, that I, is I agree grade with Greg a completely bullshit. No, you're then you're wrong, too, because the the Iron Front was is arguably less important to me than going after domestic abuse. And uh and so the fact that we were willing as a, a supporters group to, you know, go in cahoots and have a silent protest for a match against the Sounders all those years ago and then actively you know do do protests in the stadium and get people bans and so i don't understand how that the line is drawn there now all of a sudden this time it's like we don't care what seattle thinks and it's like this is different than the iron larger how how is it different
0: one the iron front was not against the peregrine sports it was against mls
3: uh Okay, it's a stretch, but okay.
0: That's not a stretch. That's a that's a cold fact. It's a hundred percent a stretch. Parents.
3: No, it was Mike Golub who advocated for it. Do you not like that? That that came out of Merritt's mouth all those years ago. I Golub that advocated
0: audio. for the Iron Front ban. Yes, hundred percent. Okay, I want to see the receipt because I did not know that. I will get you the receipt. Okay, thank you. Okay, but also second. Clearly, some people within 107ists feel they are gaining ground with the FO in putting a better system in place than the system that allowed a lot of this stuff to happen. Otherwise, they would not have wanted to damage, damage the efforts that they have put forward.
3: And so, if you, so Greg, if you feel that some members of 107ists who are higher up feel like there is progress being made, what's the progress?
0: I have an answer, but I am not prepared to give it
3: right this second. So that's fair. That's fair. Let me I'm have. not, that's not a gotcha. That's not a <laughs> gotcha to you, but like my, my question is like, okay, like if that's the answer, like, hey, we're making progress, like, like fucking let's hear it. Um, no, I don't, I don't, I don't feel at all like it's
0: a gotcha. Um, I know there are things, but I don't want to just like try to remember no. them off the cuff. I'd rather do a good job of presenting it.
3: The, to to end that, I mean, I I I think it's an interesting overall bit of drama between the two organizations. I love your retort on their comments of Artifo. That is a very excellent explanation, and I hope they they eat bags of poo.
0: It's really telling that we did the special episode to celebrate winning the Cascadia Cup and it still devolves oh. into talking about what its fucking dumpster
3: fire our FO is. Yeah. God damn it. I'm sorry. So Merritt, we, we lost, know you're we lost,
0: listening. So
3: we lost Randy. <laughs>
2: Did we? <laughs> we lost him. He can sign back Did in sh- But until that, guess what the closing song is, guys? What? <laughs> it's Olay by the Bouncing Souls.
3: Excellent choice.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I'll wait till he gets back now. Or did he just leave out of anger? Out of protest? Is Randy off the pod? If
3: yeah, you he, have he, any he's um protesting right now. wait, he sees the that's merch. fine.
2: If you want to join the pod, you can um email us at portlandvanity at gmail <laughs> or just leave us a voicemail at five oh three five eight three four two three five. You can send us a DM on Facebook or Instagram, that's Portland Vanity. Or you could just send us a message on Twitter, PDX Vanity Soccer. What, what?
3: Oh, sick. I don't know uh, what about you. Reddit?
2: Or you can just talk shit about us on Reddit, I guess. That's what cool about too. our
0: kick-ass song playlist thing?
2: And why isn't that on there? Oh, yeah, it is on there. Um, we have kick-ass songs on Spotify, but it hasn't been updated in like five months um just search radio free pvsp and obviously you'll see it's magenta there's guitars it'll look cool you'll know we designed it
0: uh, randy's how- house had a power surge that's why he's not here
3: he's rebooted. i was just oh. gonna say how much do you want to bet that he's so old and confused by technology that he's still recording on his own right now talking to us and has no <laughs> idea that he's been discussing. the
0: magic of the internet. I'm typing oh. reboot. You got to say goodbye to our beloved listeners.
3: Yeah. Wait, <laughs> you, did he text you? Did you, you get his audio? Did it up? It does probably doesn't upload. You got to do some troubleshooting. It'll,
2: up.
0: it'll, it'll upload. upload. It just
3: it might be like in pieces.
0: So Yeah, um, it'll
2: stop right when he power surged. Josh, did you watch the match? Uh, I did watch the match. It was um, <laughs> nobody it was, asked uh, him. <laughs> I know no one. Yeah, did we did. Ask. I was quiet for like forty-five minutes. <laughs> we did. We asked in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, but no one asked me. You guys just kept going. Oh, it was a good yeah. match. Oh, I liked sorry. it. Yeah, but I really I, uh, watched I Austin, Austin LAFC before, and that's why I'm a little scared
3: for. Our yeah, match dude. on um, Austin. When did
2: Austin? Wednesday. It? It's
3: so weird. I don't know. God,
2: yeah. And they have they a got, good color uh, green year. too.
3: Yeah. Did you see that pushing and shoving that happened between Rudy and one of LAFC's yes, defenders?
2: Yes. I told you guys about that as it was happening. I was like, this is insane.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that dude—he didn't deserve up- that
2: card at all.
3: No, he straight up body checked Arrudi way off the ball, uh-huh. threw him into the, like, basically into the stands. And then Arrudi ran over and casually grazed his foot, which looked like it was the, not even nothing. But then he did like a Neymar, the guy from LAFC, and started yeah. rolling around on the ground like it was, you know, he'd been in.
2: It wasn't even like replay worthy. Hours. It was so just useless. And then hey, yeah, he just
3: rolled.
0: Mm hmm. How did you celebrate the cup win slash killing your dog? Oh, really
3: good question, Greg. Um, so I celebrated the cup win and killing my dog by drinking actually a lot of champagne. True story. And maybe some bourbon. Oh, is Randy I'm back? back? You hear me. Yep. Hey, hey
0: Randy.
3: Yeah. Uh, sorry about that.
2: Forty-five twenty.
1: The did you? What the hell is going on? A uh, power surgeon. I had to. Re- I lost everything.
2: Gretchen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Looking um, in the damn hair
2: dryer.
0: Uh. <laughs> so did you restart a new episode? No, this is the same yeah. one. You just joined back in.
2: You'll yeah. have two separate tracks.
0: Oh. Okay. All right.
3: So that okay, was it, bye. though. We really are done.
0: <laughs> Unless people want to talk about how they celebrated the cup win. Oh yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh,
1: old man screams at cloud moment. I was <laughs> bummed out they didn't bring the cup up into the stands like they did the last time we won. They did. They brought it up on the on the short stand in, in front, of, you know, like the capo stand or whatever the hell you call that. But uh, last time they they escorted it. You know, it wasn't just like people passing or, or maybe it was, but it it went all the way up to like the top of the lower sections instead of just staying down there, which uh, I missed.
0: I, the reason they probably didn't do that is because uh, the cup itself is actually a little janky, and if you pick it up by the handles, it'll break.
1: Well, they had they had somebody carrying it around though. Oh,
2: okay, and, gotcha.
1: Yeah, um, I feel
2: Jonathan have... should um, fund a new cup, and Ooh. we can call it like the Jonathan Everett Cup for Cascadia or something.
3: For Cascadia, so brought to you by. Yeah, that, I, I brought to you know by. Yeah,
2: or just call it Greg.
3: Yeah, the Greg's cup. Um, So, Greg, did you drink out of the cup? No, it smelled too much like
0: briny fish. Yeah, those guys, have. do they have how long have they had it? They've had it for, I think, since we had it. (sighs) They've had it for five. Really?
3: I think so.
0: That's crazy. Uh and actually yeah I'm almost positive that was because Ina was the one to take it back from them and she was the last person to hand it off to them.
1: Um you know what was <laughs> You know what was great um No what Randy my... what? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wonder
3: why. Right. Yeah,
1: Uh, yeah, Um, 2017, Portland Timbers. And then we didn't do it during 2020 because of uh, the pandemic. But um, yeah, 18, 19, and 21 were the Sounders.
3: Dang. So, Greg, what did you do to celebrate?
0: Went back to the warehouse uh, after taking almost all the TIFO back, which was a freaking nightmare. Uh, I collapsed onto the TIFO and just kind of laid there for a few minutes, which is my ritual once I am done PMing. Uh, Had a couple hits off a joint, had a few beers, and (laughs) took a picture with the cup. And then we headed down to Pharmacy, uh, which is an awesome bar in northwest Portland, where we were joined by a couple of Sounders fans at our table.
2: Oh! Did,
0: did um, did you guys are, while I was gone?
1: Did you talk about the, the the person with the you knew um banner that came out to deliver the cup? No, that we did not. It on no. the field, we were
2: waiting for you to talk about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure, you were. I yeah. Hands hands uh hands. Uh, no, that's not the right expression. Good job, whoever that person was. That was that was that was a, a good um, protest. Uh, they could have brought one. That was they should have brought one of the nicer banners out there, not the one that was spelled wrong, <laughs> that had been spray painted over. But um, I thought that was kind of cool.
2: Cool, Josh.
3: What did you do? Nothing, because I watched it on TV. I just turned it off. Did you drink? Do I ever drink? Uh, you're going to drink on Wednesday night. Uh, maybe not. It's depending
2: if – I got to finish this antibiotic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I have a lot of questions now. But for the record, you can you can drink on antibiotics. It's totally fine. It does not inhibit their effectiveness uh, in terms of the infection they are fighting. Uh, one of the reasons why and I'm only
2: gonna to be use. drinking one Coors light anyway, so it doesn't really matter.
0: that's enough. to get you tanked <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
1: I'll
3: Not get if, two, then. uh
1: Prince metal has something to do with it uh, he um hes he said he was gonna be on a mission.
3: Oh,
2: he's gonna actually show up yes, that, the last time I saw him yeah. is when he was like helping someone on the Morrison bridge and I like pulled over in the middle of an accident to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike
1: one quarter of this podcast, he's going to show up for the
3: event. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. Um, Mark, right, I'm well going to bring should... your jacket. Why do you have his jacket?
2: Um, no, I, uh, he cares. wanted a jean, like on. one of those denim vests. So I was, I had one for him for the last like three years.
3: Is that why you're taking antibiotics? I love this
1: story. Love this. Story. That's why
2: I'm. That's why I'm going.
1: <sighs> <sighs>
2: okay, we're done. <laughs> All right. So, okay, Tell talk. me more about this
0: vest. Like, what's this? St- <laughs> <laughs> it's just a Levi's denim vest with
2: no sleeves. Oh, that's a vest.
3: Okay, we can mm. we can have stopped Bart recording about seven minutes ago. <laughs> this has been the most awkward. Whatever. Uh, so what time are you guys going to my stuff again? No, we're done with the game. I'm goodbyes. gonna get there at one o'clock. This is the good riddance part of the podcast. <laughs> um, so 4 30 p.m. I will make it to to goal. Okay,
1: I'll be there too. What time are we what time is the game start? Six. Six? Ah oh, god, I'm gonna probably
2: roll up at five thirty. Can I park my motorcycle there or is it gonna get stolen? Should I bring a car?
3: Nobody cares. <laughs> Park your car. I would not bring your motorcycle to that section of town.
0: Okay. Bye. Spotify. Radio well, for your PBSP, Portlandvanity@gmail.com. Number. I already did it all. Mail. Uh, <laughs> Olé, all Bouncing Souls. Episode, bye. <laughs>
2: after episode.
3: Uh, all right. Hit stop What's recording and see what song? happens.
2: Ole by Bouncing Souls. Oh,
1: okay.
3: Ole. Bouncing it so
2: you signing back on is going to be in the after takes or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Got it.
3: The outer roses takes.
2: That's what we should start calling
3: it. (laughs) The outer... Oh, that's the best shit talk ever. Here's the outer roses takes. And there's just be like fart sounds. (laughs) 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 Whoa. Hey. Nice. (laughs) Well... all right uh, greg i'm gonna hire you to co- come to my 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 work and and give that same lesson to other people well you're gonna
0: have to give me a job so that i keep all these recordings of the terrible things you've said secret i've that's never right.
3: said anything terrible on this podcast what are you talking about that's fake <laughs> fake news yeah.
2: greg's consultant fee is 450 dollars an hour
3: mm-hmm. yeah Woo!
0: all right well i'm his man i get 10%. And, I, and i don't and i don't prorate
3: Yeah. Oh, God damn it. So like you bill for a minute, it's bill actually for an hour, whatever. Yep. Um, Yep. All right. Uh, Standard DBC consulting, douchebag consultants. Um, Anyway,